Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for making the nation part of your day, part of your week, part of your life. Okay. And and I've talked about this in the past. I've talked about how everything that we do here is a philosophy. Okay. It's a philosophy, it's a way of examining and interacting with life. That's all that we do with the nation. And my invitation to you is to try the philosophy on, to take one aspect of it, apply it to your life, explore your life from that place, okay? Now, sometimes that causes friction, interruption, and hell, even problems. Now, why does a philosophy cause problems in your life? Because because you're already living with one. You might not be clear about it. You might not know all the facets of it, the way that it reaches into your life and dominates your life and has your life unfold in a certain way. But when you apply a new philosophy, and I think a few weeks ago, we talked about integrity, right? If you go back, I don't know, four or five weeks, we talked about integrity. Integrity is part of this philosophy. And when you apply integrity to your life, it's a little confronting, sometimes confusing, because what it does is it shows your life up in a new way, like it reflects back at you. It's like, you know, you've lived in your house for 30 years or 20 years or whatever, right? And you renovate one room, you repaint, new floors, new furnishings, new everything in that one room. And when you walk out into the rest of the house, you're like, holy shit, we've been living in this. So there's a marked difference when you apply a certain philosophy to your life. And like I said, it creates challenges sometimes creates conflict, because any new philosophy is a new context, and a new context is always an interruption to the life that you have. And many of you, in fact, fucking most of you, are actively out to change, transform the life you have. 
And there's nowhere better place to start that than in your family. Now, I, I touch on the family thing. We take questions from the nation. We get feedback from the nation. But your family is the single most important thing for you to get to work on. I'm going to say it again. For those of you at the fucking back, they're tuning out. Your family is the single most important thing for you to go to work on. Why? Well, you know, I'm not asking you to believe me, right? These are just fucking truths. And as close to the truth as I'll ever get. Right, you know, I mean, I've personally coached tens of thousands of people. That is, met them, heard their stories, worked with them over, you know, sustained intense periods of time. All right, that was that was my life for the longest time. When you square away someone's relationship to their family and they turn around and look at their life from there, things are just so much clearer. Things are so much more powerful. They have peace of mind. They have a real sense of self. All of that comes from doing that work. And I'm telling you, the vast majority of personal development work, people are working on things that they, they've never connected, that the source of all of that is their relationship to their family. Not their family's relationship to them, but their relationship to their family. Your relationship to anything, if you want to change any aspect of your life, your finances, your body, your whatever, it all starts with your fucking fundamental relationship to that thing. You're related to things. You're related to money in a certain way. You're related to your father. And I don't mean like the fucking genetic relationship. You're, you have a distinct relationship to your dad or your mom or your brother or your sister or your aunt or your grandma. Like you have very defined and specific relationships to those people. Those relationships are grounded in your personal relatedness to them. Now, why then would you transforming that relationship to them change everything? Because that relatedness you have with that core group, you apply those same principles to all of humanity. So that core relatedness, you apply those principles to all of humanity. Every time you meet someone, they fit the profile of someone from your core group. I'll say it again. Every time you meet someone, they fit the profile of the core group. And you then begin relating to that person from those same principles that you apply to a person or persons in your core group. So at work, you're already treating someone like your mom or your dad or your brother or your sister or whatever. You're already treating someone there like that. You're already relating to them through that lens. You're not free to be yourself. There are certain people you don't like because they trigger certain thoughts, feelings, and emotions that you that you first came across in your childhood and relationship to your core group. So in other words, whatever the close-knit environment or otherwise, but I mean, not necessarily close-knit, but this is where you learned how to relate to people. 
with your parents and your siblings, your aunts and your uncles, and la, la, la. And you could even include school teachers growing up, and you could include neighbors. But that core group, that tight group, right, your blood relatives, yeah, that's where you really started to, to get a sense of things like fairness, justice, empathy, what the world is, hard work. You got a sense of that there. Now, I think the mistake that sometimes people make is they say, well, I never learned any of that from those people. Maybe, maybe not. Because you have to remember what you learned is sometimes in reaction to what you saw. So you never copied them. You reacted to them. And you've gone along that pathway. So then it stands to reason. If you want to transform your life and people are running around fucking trying to transform the relationship to their wives and husbands and girlfriends and boyfriends and, you know, fucking partners and all kinds of stuff, trying to transform these things, trying to transform their their business outlook and their financial outlook and the relationship to their body and blah, blah, blah. It's all rooted in there. Now, so one of the ways that you can see what is my fundamental relationship to that person, it's, it's the thing that's behind the facade. Right. So for many, many people, in my experience and all the things that I've done, the vast majority of people would say the relationship with something like their parents was, quote unquote, fine. It's fine. Like they call them up. They say this, they say that. So it's fine. Problem is, you don't realize how not fine it is until they die. And then and then you start to confront the missed opportunity, number one. And then number two, you actually really get smacked in the mouth by what you've been hanging on to all this time. Right? I mean, I get I get frequent messages from people saying, I wish I'd realized this 20 years ago when my mom was alive, my dad was alive, my brother was alive. I wish I'd realized this. The, the, the big problem with me doing what I do is when when I, when I have conversations like this one, you confront people's self-righteousness their indignation, their anger. What they don't realize is that's what they are living with. Right? I actually had a conversation with a guy one time. This is quite a bit ago, online. And I said, you have to, you have to deal with what you're leaving yourself with. Right? You have to deal in, in relationships. And you'll notice in a lot of those relationships, what you're left with is just anger. Right. And this guy came on and said, I have every right to be angry. And I said, yeah, that's right. You do have every right, but you have every right to be happy. You have every right to be satisfied. You have every right to be fulfilled. It's not about what you have a right to do. It's what are you doing that serves you? And you would be amazed at the amount of people who will argue for their anger is serving them. And you might be one of them right now. going, hang on. Yeah, yeah, no, my fucking anger. No, you're just fucking angry. You think that's not playing out in your life like a game of fucking whack-a-mole? You think that's not cropping up here, there, and everywhere? You think that's not changing your body chemistry, your very fucking biology, your brain patterns? You think that's not shaping you? And this is the part that people don't want to deal with when it comes to their family is what they are doing. Like, what, what are you doing to yourself here? And I know some of you are like, yeah, yeah, Gary, I hear you. That's why I don't talk to those fuckers anymore. 
No, that's not what I'm fucking saying. That's not what I'm saying. Every time you cut something from your life, you're left with it. You're left with the open wound, and a human being will make that okay over time. But you're not at peace. And if you're arguing with me for your peace, I think you're kind of getting a little sense of what I'm talking about. One must transform the relationship to family. You must transform it. Well, what if I don't like them? Well, that's the place you would start. What specifically? I mean, so many adults, adults in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, still hanging on to shit that their mom or dad did when they were eight. And I, and I hear this thing frequently about breaking a generational chain, and, and I've touched on it in other episodes, but every fucking generation's tried to break the generational chain. You think you're the fucking genius that's just realized this? Don't you realize that for fucking hundreds of years, people have tried to create victory over their childhood and only ended up repeating it? Because that's the nature of things. People aren't free to create newly. It's always, it's always coming from some template or blueprint, which they think is a victory over that template or blueprint, but it's not. Everything you're building in your future with yourself, and if you have kids with your own kids, is based on that template. So you're never really free of it. You're not free to create a life. You're only reacting to one. And, and I'm telling you, the quickest way to just handle all of this shit is to just get that people are the way they are, and that's okay. So much of what you're grinding up against is that they shouldn't have been that way, or they shouldn't have done that, or they should not do this. That's where all your angst is bottled up. You're not fully connected to the possibility that people are. You're cynical about the way they are. You know, look, if it's fucking possible for you to transform your life, then it's possible for everybody, not just you. But, but some of you are so fucking caught up and trapping the people in your life inside a bubble of your creation that you won't hear anything else. You won't even entertain another conversation about it. No, 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 you don't understand. This is good for all these other fucking people, but I'm a special case. You don't understand, Gary. And by the way, if you're a long-time listener or even maybe not so long-time listener to this show, you know that everything I fucking say is completely an acknowledgement of and aware of the really fucking shitty things that people do. I know that people do and have done really fucking shitty things. I get it. I know that. I'm not like, oh, yeah, your dad shouted at you and you're mortally wounded forever. Your mom was, you know, never there. She was always away. I'm not talking, those are like surface things. I'm talking about the down in the fucking dirt and the mud of humanity kind of things. Yeah, you still have to come with the same approach. How you transform your relationship to any person is you get their humanity. You know, you know, they're evil, or they're dead to dead, they're psychotic, they're la 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 la. Everybody's trapped in a fucking bubble. And I think that's a big part of what 
what we struggle with is we think we're the ones who are in the bubble and everybody else is fucking free. Everybody's in a bubble. I watched a celebrity, a guy, and it was on a podcast. He was a guest on a podcast. I was listening to him talk. And he's he's always landed for me as like a particularly angry guy, you know, like just particularly indignant and completely lacking in any sort of compassion or empathy. And then he just falls out of his mouth. I was bullied for about a year. And then he got really angry about it. He got angry about it, you know, fucking, yeah, and he fucking bullied. And I just got him. I just got his world like, oh, fuck, yeah, now you make sense. He's never reconciled that for himself. He thinks he's living his life as a victory over that when he's really just punishing himself now. And that's you. That's you. Everything I write, everything I talk about in these podcasts, the creative life courses, if you haven't checked them out, check them fucking out. You might find something in there for yourself. It's amazing the number of people have contacted me about those courses. I did them a few years ago. They were done with a live audience, creativelive.com. And in those and in those courses, I really got, and by the way, they're fucking cheap. They're like, sometimes you get them on sale for like 29 bucks. But I get down in the dirt with people about their experience of themselves and how they live their life and 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 really shining a light on those blind spots that reach all the way back into the formative years into that core group. So if you're running around like a fucking headless chicken, trying to fix your life, change your life, alter your life, do this, do that, do the next thing, more money, more space, more time, more whatever, it all reaches back to that group. It all goes back there. See, look, I, I know sometimes I beat the drum for what I do, right? And I fucking should, right? So, you know, don't get pissy about it. I beat the drum for what I'm doing because what I'm doing is the real deal. What I'm doing is the real work that people have to do. Not these fucking reams of platitudes and you go and, you know, like none of that shit. I'm talking about the real work and I don't give you like, terms and terminologies for you to get lost in so that you can just, I can categorize myself. Okay, that makes sense to me. And let me categorize those people. Okay, that makes sense to me. Okay, now I categorize you and that makes sense to me. Here's what I do. I do all the things you'll need to do after that. Go ahead, fucking categorize people. But you'll realize it locks you into a certain kind of world. Categorize yourself in terms of, you know, this fucking you know, spiritual awakening or this psychological fucking condition or whatever it is. What we do is have you focus on the reality of your life and how to actually shift it, how to actually confront what you need to confront, right? I mean, I'm blowing off a little bit of steam here, of course, but, you know, someone, I put a video on TikTok about bullying, right, and about being angry. And someone reported it for shaming. And who, who was I shaming in it? Well, I wasn't shaming anybody. I don't shame people. Shame is something that you do to yourself, okay? I can't shame you until you agree that this is what we're doing. And even then, I'm not doing it. No, you're doing it. And that doesn't get me off the hook for saying what I say and blah, 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 blah. Don't get me wrong. But, but in, in that video, what I said was, 
if you're fucking, if you're blaming your anger on somebody else, if you're telling people, you make me angry, then you need to fucking check yourself. You need to stop doing that. You need to stop burdening other people with your tendency to fucking strike a light. Now, now somebody fucking reported that, right? And thankfully, TikTok said, no, we're going to keep this. And so it went back up again. But I want you to understand, like, in the world of personal development, if it's if you're getting hooked and triggered by something, if you're getting hooked and triggered by what I say, listen, jump in here with me because there's something really fucking cool for you to get. Something that will literally set you free. Rather than defending the bubble that you're in. And that's what you really got to confront. You defend your bubble. Think about that for a moment. The amount of time, effort, and energy you put into defending this bubble of bullshit. Fighting for it, talking about it, sharing it. Think about what that, the life force you're given that. I'm going to pick this up again in a second part of the show. As you know, normally... On the second part of the show, we take a question from the nation. I'm not going to do that this week because this is an important conversation. We need to have this fucking conversation. And for those of you fucking died in the wool, unfucked nation people who are, you know, out there getting it done for yourself, taking your life on, producing results. And, you know, I've had lots of, lots of fucking emails in the last week from people who are producing results, which is brilliant when you get them. But um, but we're going to be back in a moment. We're going to we're going to finish this show off this week, and give this fucking question of family and what needs to change, our full attention. Now, also remember, by the way, if you do want to participate in a future show, if you have an idea for a show that you want me to focus on, you want me to talk about, contact me. Connect at garyjohnbishop.com. But you can also call me six four six four five zero three two zero three six four six four five zero three two zero three. We'll be back in just a moment. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. By the way, we are getting into that time, right? We're getting into this kind of festive, gift-giving period. And, you know, there's nothing quite like giving somebody in your life called unfuck yourself. So feel free to do that. I think, you know, again, blowing my own trumpet, I think my fucking books make great gifts, right? I think without the person even reading the fucking book, I think the title alone kind of gives them a little wake-up call. So, you know, the books are always out there. They're in your local bookstores. They're at Amazon. You can find them everywhere you can buy books, including the new one, Love Unfucked. Um, But also that planner that I've been 
fucking banging a drama, but is now officially out. You can find it on Amazon, the Unfuck Yourself plan. And I'm telling you, it's fucking great. I'm so proud of the way that the thing's laid out, the way it's presented. It's just completely reflective of everything that I'm out to do with people. And of course, your calendar. All right. So there's your 20 second fucking advertisement for uh, all things Unfuck Nation, right? And don't forget the unfuckstore.com. You can check that out for t-shirts and sweatshirts and all kinds of stuff there. All right, now, back to this thing about family. Um, I think the most critical aspect of all of this is you must start unpacking it. You must start peeling it back. <clears throat> you must start confronting who you've become. Who you've become. And, and, you know, look, I'm a human being as much as you are, right? I know my, my tendency to kind of look on the bright side, right? To say, well, you know, yeah, but, you know, well, no, I'm a good. And and often, you know, when I used to take clients on, um, I that was the first battle. The first battle was was them defending who they've become. Um, because in your mind, it's all just completely justified. It's just all completely justified who you've become. And so you'll, when cornered with it, you'll defend it. And part of that defending is, as we've talked about many times on the show, and actually in the new book that I'm writing right now, and I really get into it and peel it apart there, is our culture of blame. You know, because you think if, if I'm not going to blame them anymore, then that means I'm to blame. And I'm like, no, it doesn't mean anybody's to fucking blame. I'm just saying, hey, look, check that out. Look at who you are now. Are you happy with that? And again, I know some people are saying, well, yeah, I'm fucking happy with that. Okay, but are you fulfilling on the unrealized potential that you are? Are you exploring your potential? Are you free to be yourself everywhere you go? Or is there some places you go where you feel like you're shutting down, locked up, not quite yourself, riddled with imposter syndrome, right? Which still not a fucking syndrome in ontology, by the way. It's not a syndrome. But anyway, it's not a condition. You don't have it, right? Like you have fucking hair. It's ways of being and ways of acting. And all of your ways of being and all your ways of acting in life, there's some places where you're more free to be yourself and some places where you experience some kind of constraint. I'm telling you, you might never have joined it all together, but it all reaches back to that core group. So the two things then, what are the two things, Mr. Fucking Scottish person? They're humanity. They're human beings. Those people from your core group, those people from your past, they have a past. They had a past before you. They have had a life since you. They have had a life experience. It's not all about you. It doesn't make whatever they did or didn't do okay, but you have to get some level of like, oh, fuck, shit, no, that makes sense. They make sense to me. They didn't then, but now they do. Because everybody's trying to walk a fucking path, right? With the burden of what's been weighing them down. And then the second part is confronting who you've become. In the name of what? you become this way. This you. Of all the fucking yous you could have become, you're this one. Yeah, but you don't know my child. I don't need to know your childhood. I see your fucking adulthood. I don't need to know the details. I just know it's there. Their humanity and who you've become. 
and the justifications you've used for that to explain yourself, to explain the results in life, to explain why your relationships go the way they go, your job goes the way it goes, your body is the way it is, your fucking whatever. And that is the problem. You know, I'm having a conversation right now with, I think I might have shined a little, shown a little light on this a couple of weeks ago, but uh, you know, I'm in a conversation with like a genuine world-class athlete and their level of self-awareness is incredibly small, incredibly small. And they have a very kind of like cut off and numbed adult response to their childhood. Like, yeah, you just kind of went the way I went and I'm a better person for it, right? <laughs> I'm stronger for it. <laughs> no, you're fucking trapped by it. You're trapped by it. Well, I can live with it, so what's the problem? Well, as long as you live in complete oblivion to it, then it's no problem to you, but it will be a cap on what's possible for you. People live lives of doing whatever they fucking think they want and calling that freedom. Freedom can be sitting in the chair. Freedom, by the way, can be going to visit your parents and loving who they are instead of wrapped up in the drama of who they should have been for you. That's freedom. And all that other stuff about forgiveness and gratitude and that, 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 you know, whatever. Go ahead. But even forgiveness kind of sets you up for something. Sets up a certain kind of dynamic. I'm not saying forgiveness. I'm just saying take a look over there and get that. Get what that was for them. Because we already know what it was for you. We already know that. We know what it was for you. But there was two things happening here. Sometimes multiple things. But they still do that shit and they still have those behaviors and they still say that stuff. I know. And you can just really get like, that's what came out of it. That's why I brought up that subject of the guy on the podcast. He's still fucking rolling around with that. And he thinks he's won, but he lost and he's still losing. And you don't have to. You don't fucking have to. It all begins in that family group. Do the work. Do the thinking. If you don't want to do the fucking courses, if you don't want to read my books, then read other people's, other people's stuff. Get any other people's material, other people's philosophy, whatever helps you. Get to the heart of what you took out of that childhood of yours and how you've trapped yourself as an adult with what you took. That, my friends, is truly the fucking beginning to personal freedom and personal power. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Thank you for being you. Thank you for taking yourself on. Thank you for your gracious listening of me, for giving me the space to interact with you. I know sometimes it's uncomfortable. I know sometimes it's challenging. But ultimately, I think in the long term, you'll see that it's completely worthwhile. And with that, I'm out. Have a freaking great week. I'll see you on the flip side. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? 
Needing health insurance? United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.